The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. As spiritual seekers, we often receive guidance on which path to follow. This might be necessary for some time, but as we move along, we need to trust our heart and become our own guide. Welcome to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us, a place where we can listen to everyone's heart. Your companion on the journey is Jill Asselin. Come join us now on this path of inner exploration. Here is your host, Jill Asselin. Good morning or good afternoon, Altair. Uh, very good afternoon to you too, dear Victor. It's wonderful to be here with you again. Yes, uh, it's been a long time since we've had a, a conversation uh, as part of the nurturing the spiritual spelunker in all of us. So thank you very much for coming back. I think it's last time was. Yes, thank you. Well, last time was about in the summer, like uh, June or July of last year. So. That's- yeah, it's it's wonderful. You're making me smile because I am I'm certainly enjoying being back here on the show with you. Yes, thank you very much. So we had a beautiful <laughs> song by our mother as an introduction to um, 
to today's discussion or show. Uh, would you like to say anything about the, the song itself or anything about, uh, about you, where you're coming from in terms of uh, these past uh, six or eight months? Sure, sure. Well, the, the song is about Divine Mother and it's inspired by Paramahansa Yogananda, who many of you listeners will know wrote Autobiography of a Yogi. Uh, the song also features a young singer, Chloe, who's at a middle school in Japan. And the, the song really says, uh, May my love shine forever on the sanctuary of our devotion so that we may awaken love in all hearts. So it's about Divine Mother's love awakening in everybody's heart and that, you know, at those times in life when you really need some guidance or you need light, she is always there shining her light across the ocean for you to follow. So that that's what the song is about. That's how I wrote it. And that's also seems to be when people listen, that's exactly what they feel. So I'm, I'm always grateful when they do. So it should help us open our hearts, if I understand correctly. Very much so. Yes, and I think it's very much in tune with uh, what we're going to be discussing today, I guess. It's... Uh, yeah. I would call it like a sort of a, a prerequisite. Exactly. Yes. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> very true. It is like a prerequisite. It's like open your hearts and take yes. a journey with us into unity consciousness. That's very true. Yes. So I know it's not. And, a, sorry. Go, go go ahead. It's not an easy thing to do. I mean, talking about again um, unity consciousness, um, it requires some. Uh, I was thinking about that this morning. Requires some efforts on all of us, you know, on all of us uh, individually, I guess, like like opening our hearts, but also putting the ego aside. Very, very much so. Do you know? Do you know? I was talking with my wife about this. Um, my wife is Japanese. We we met in New Zealand on a on a beautiful mountain in a ski resort, and. She's always been intrigued. It's it's really actually quite useful for me. She's always been intrigued in unity about unity consciousness, and for me to explain it in really clear terms, especially when we come from different cultures. I'm a New Zealander, and she's from Japan. It's really wonderful to actually simplify things down, and and in a way, it, it has created the the backbone or the spine of what I'm going to share with you this evening. So. Uh, trying to get unity consciousness into very simple terms so that everybody listening can understand is really both your aim and and mine because this is a discussion on unity it's not me telling you we're we're actually all participating in it mm -hmm. thank you yeah so I, I mean, I'll start, and, and please, Victor, yep. any, anything that you want to ask along the way, please uh -huh. do. Because, yes, I'm, uh, glad you, um, I'm glad you mentioned culture because it's very much of what I consider as well, our cultural background you know, makes much. us function in very different ways. So. It, it really, do, really does. You know, it gives us different perspectives, and, and a lot of what we're going to talk about to do with unity consciousness it takes into account all these, all these factors, all the things that are perhaps in some ways are not unifying us and that, uh, that we need to look at very closely. So if, if we look at, so if we look and begin 
with very simple principles. We, we actually do live by very simple principles on this planet. I mean, divinity itself is simplicity. We're all the God self. We're all Christ lights for each other and for this world. So we're leading simple lives that, that are full of love and compassion for each other when we are living in that unity consciousness. So we see the spark of God in every, every living being. It's, it's a shared heart. It's not a separate heart. It's a shared heart, and that light is filled with light. And, the, and where there is that light is more light. Basically, by sharing light, we attract more light. I mean, it's a very simple principle. It's very much like what our brother Yeshua or Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am. It's a, it's a simple principle of magnetism. So there are no real do's or don'ts. It's all about living a life of selfless service on this planet, healing people who are sick, giving food to the hungry, being pure in our thought and word and action, and rejoicing in what we have. Because we're, we're all equal in the heart of the source or in the heart of being. We're all co-creators and we're co-creating bliss, pure, pure happiness, joy. So the basic principle is that I'm you and you're me. And this is actually a very deep and humble realization. When you think I am you and you are me, then it, that, that is at the very core of unity consciousness. We're definitely not separate. We all have a common humanity. Uh, we share common emotions. We share common thoughts. So once we tr really do realize that, that, that humility leads to what you were talking about, acceptance and openness. And the openness starts to break down barriers. We, we step out of self-constraining boxes and that is what leads us to acceptance. We, we actually learn to listen to each other. We learn to surrender, to empty ourselves of our conditioning, to go beyond our con conditioning, to go beyond the mind and to become a Christ light. The, we find that in various ways like stillness and silence. And that is what we call presence when we are really still and really simple. Um, my, when I was talking to my wife about this, she said, well, ha, I'm a busy mother with a little baby. How do I do that? And so I, very simply, I asked her to lie down or sit. I mean, you can do this now while you're listening to this show. Very simply, you could just lie or sit where you are and close your eyes and take your attention to the inner body. The inner body is an energy field that exists within, and it's very easy to feel. If, if At first, you can do it by feeling into your hands. Normally, inside your hands, you can feel energy because a lot of healers work this way through healing with their hands, healing with hands of light. And if you sense inside, there's an energy body within you that with just a little calmness and quietness and stillness, you can feel. So see if you can feel the energy body as one entire field so that it's not in parts. It's actually an energy field that fills up your whole body. When you take your attention to this energy within, just very simply breathing, that's all you're doing. The simplest thing, keeping your awareness 
your intention, very, very alert and present, still calm. Suddenly you realize you've been able to transform in just a minute to a really deep peace that's presence. You're not tied up in the thoughts of the past or anxiety about the future. You're actually right here, present now. So that's a very profound realization. We, we all have our own ways that we create and work together. So I'm giving you merely one example of the path of pathlessness. So don't get attached to a path or even the words I use because your heart creates the path. We're one with Divine Father and Divine Mother through our conscious choices and creation. So that's what we experience, unity or oneness. And it's through this presence, through our moment-to-moment awareness of our creation, our co-creation with our fellow beings on this planet and on the many, many worlds that are in the cosmos that we learn best how to serve. So that's what I'm doing. I'm traveling between worlds. I'm being very simple, breathing, walking, enlightening, listening, just listening. So in this quiet, calm space that we're sharing, we can look at this journey of the soul a little bit closer. What, what really is this unity consciousness? What really does it mean to us? Well, it, it's a common humanity. It's a common light. I think all of us listening can agree we've got a common humanity. We feel very similar emotions, hopes, joys, suffering, loss. We all share a common family. We have a consciousness. And in fact, we have a collective consciousness because those similar emotions are part of that collective consciousness. We were all born of a physical mother and a physical father. For some of us, those mothers or fathers may not stay with us for many different reasons. It could mean that we were adopted at birth. It could mean that one or other parent has died. Uh, there are a whole variety of things that can happen, but, but at, right at the core, there was a mother and a father. And so there was a birth, and we all experience that. That's another part of our common humanity. And we all have a family. Now, some people look at this as a physical family, an earth family, and other people recognize that we also have a divine family. So there is, there is unity in all these understandings in this kind of awareness. So our our common humanity is very, very simple. We want to connect. We want to communicate. We want to live in peace and harmony and love. And yet there are many lonely people out there who want to connect. You might be one of them listening. You may want to deeply connect with people and have so much to share. But for some reason, perhaps, you cannot You may have given up on finding love. You may be suffering right now. So how do you find happiness? How do we all find happiness? Obviously, for someone who's very lonely, the most important thing is to find that happiness within first. 
So let's take an old person. I've come across many old people over the years that I've worked with, uh, people in old or aged persons' homes, in refugee camps. How do they find happiness? So let's look at some very basic things. We, we are basically consciousness. That's one thing we, I think everybody would understand, have a common understanding of the fact that we are a consciousness. We are consciousness, we have a collective consciousness, and the soul itself is a pure vibration of that consciousness. Consciousness itself is energy and information. So every day, every moment, we're exposed to multiple sequences of this energy and information. It pours in us and through us. It makes up what we call the mind, the heart, the body, and the soul. For many people, the consciousness is mostly in the past and in the future. It's either regretting the past or thinking about the past or trying to learn from the past, or it's set in the future and worry or anxiety or concern about the future or trying to plan for the future. It's very rarely in the now. So our mind, this mind itself with its many, many thoughts, 60,000 thoughts a day of which we repeat around about 40,000 of them every other day, this mind is occupied with the past and the future. We regret the past. We worry about the future. The one place we never are is now. If you look at mothers with newborn babies, you can see in most faces the joy of the present moment. Babies force you into the present because you, you need to look after them. In some cases, however, as we know, mothers may get postnatal depression or other related concerns that have many symptoms where they're worried about their baby or they're worried about the future. So there are thoughts and emotions and hormones related to all of those that trigger our presence or lack of it. And that's where this mind-body connection that I've been talking about, the inner body energy, becomes so important in helping us to regain presence, to reconnect and to center and anchor ourselves. Presence itself is very simple. It means consciousness now. Anytime that you are in consciousness now, you are in presence. You're in divine presence because, in fact, it is a pure God-self quality. The secret to the peace and the unity that we're looking for is to be free of the bondage of the mind, to go beyond all our cultural, our conditionings, our religious beliefs, all of that, to be absolutely free and to go beyond the known and into the unknown. We all want freedom from suffering and we're all trying to find that. So what is it that people really want and, and how is it going to lead them to unity consciousness? If we look at this in really, really practical terms, everybody wants the following things. Health, 
I'm sure all of you know the times that you've been sick, it's really, really difficult to stay present because your mind and your body are working overtime to try to bring you back to a condition of health. Wealth. Everybody wants wealth and abundance, as you, I'm sure you all know. When you suffer from a lack of abundance or a lack of money, it's extraordinarily difficult to be present because your mind is worried about the future, worried about how you're going to provide for your family or even just provide for yourself. Love, love and relationships. Everybody wants love. The times you don't have love, when you really suffer because of a lack of love or because you've lost your love or because somebody, you and your loved one have separated, you know from those times how difficult it is to be present. And then spiritual unity, knowing the source, going home. When we're not home, you know how difficult that is for the mind to be really present. We search, we journey, we go on a path, a spiritual path, another religion, another master, guru, another book. We search for where that home is. Because basically we all want unity. It's a fundamental desire. It's a fundamental need in our soul. Because unity itself means to join together. So it's a, this is a very, very deep and powerful conversation we're having. Because in reality, for many of us, including myself, we have to experience these things, health, wealth, love, spiritual unity, directly to gain wisdom. And for many people like me, that has involved a lot of suffering. Because I needed to learn directly by direct experience. I didn't want to learn through books. So we're all asking ourselves very, very basic questions. Who am I? How am I to love? And what am I to do? Knowing myself, that's, that's the question, who am I? And how am I to love, which is developing the compassion and love to hold together simple relationships? And what am I to do, and that is our connection to earth or Gaia in selfless service. In other words, how can we help each other? How can we reach out to each other? These are really basic, fundamental questions that everybody asks. And in order to find the answers to those questions, the secret, as I said earlier, is through the inner energy body. The inner energy body contains the breath, the higher mind, and the higher heart. The inner energy body allows us through the breath to be still, through the mind to be focused, and through the heart to be devoted. So I'm going to guide you slowly towards a meditation that we're going to work on together. This is a shared meditation where you're going to hear some codes, source codes they're called, which just will help you to take you, yourself, your higher self, your pure self, 
your presence deep into the inner energy body. So as you're listening, and you're going to hear these codes come on very shortly, they were manifested by Tarith in the great pyramids of Giza and the great pyramids of Egypt. They're very beautiful, and they'll sing to your soul the most, most precious way because they just do exactly that. They help you to be still, to focus on presence, and to really devote your heart. So just close your eyes and become aware of the inner energy body. And just, once again, feel the field as a whole field of energy inside. Allow yourself to be calm and still. Notice the breath. And as you notice the breath, Imagine a hollow tube of light that goes all the way from the base of the spine up through the stillness up to your third eye area, the space between your eyebrows. Very simply, I want you to breathe calmly, quietly, all the way up from the base of the spine up to the third eye area. And as you breathe out, I want you to breathe down all the way to the base of the spine. It's just very simple breathing. Imagine you're breathing up the light, up to the third eye area, and all the way down to the base of the spine. And as you go deeper, try drawing the energy all the way up all the way up to the third eye area using an awe breath. It's like the word awe, like awesome. Like, <sighs> through an open mouth. And as you breathe out, use the words E. All the way up. down and as these codes these source codes begin just allow the breath to help you travel deep into the inner energy body to be quiet calm and still good thank you I think it's a good time for a break Perfect. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us with Jeel Asselin. To reach the program, call in to 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to seeking at nurturingthegift.org. Now, back to the program.
Thank you very much, Altair. This was very, very beautiful, very soothing. Uh, thanks for sharing those codes with us. No, thank you too. I would like, if you don't mind, to come back uh, to one something you mentioned earlier on. Uh, I think to me, which is very important in, in the context of building unity consciousness. You mentioned to us that uh, the secret to peace and unity is to be free from the bondage of the mind. And uh, I would very much agree, except that so many of us are, are still, you know, deep into our minds that we don't even realize that it is a bondage and that we're functioning out of our minds. And so how do we get out of this uh, bondage? Um, we can't listen to the codes 24 hours a day. That's what I mean in a sense. <laughs> I'll be in the energy body 24 hours a day. I mean, it's, it's not very practical. <laughs> you 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 made me laugh even more because that you that's basically identical to what my wife said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> trying to be very pragmatic. <laughs> I I, no, I absolutely agree because there's a a very famous um, phrase in the Bible in Psalms forty six ten that says, "Be still and know that I am God." It's a very beautiful phrase because it in a way it sums up what the soul is aspiring to is that immersion in the divine within. And it also speaks of how you become free of the bondage of the mind. Uh, I mean, many of the great masters like Krishnamurti who spoke of freedom from the known, um, there have been a, a lot of modern masters who have spoken about uh, freedom from the bondage of the mind. And it is very much connected with that phrase, be still and know that I'm God. So let, let's go into that together. Yes, let's please. investigate what that means. Like how do we actually access not only the inner energy body, but how do we fill the body with light and how do we free ourselves from the bondage of the mind? Um, in Matthew 6.22, also from the Bible, it's said one of the fundamental secrets of the Bible itself, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. So we start to understand that within the, um, within the inner energy body, there is a light. And once we learn how to create single-mindedness or single-pointedness or a single eye, then the body itself floods with light. Now, from yeah, I've had from now, it's been around 40 years of uh, exploration with, especially with Yogananda, but many, many other masters and gurus and light beings that have worked with me over that time, a uh, majority of them in the Himalayas, which was extremely useful because the high altitude helps your <laughs> mind and body to be very clear indeed. Yes. Um, they showed me practically what what it would mean and what you needed to do. So let's make it very simple. How do we use this temple of the body to transform into the temple of the light and also to therefore free ourselves from the bondage of the mind? Um, a lot of the traditional ways like meditation and breathing and feeling the energy body within, the pure being of the energy body within is some of the most fundamental paths. So when, it, when I got, when my wife asked me that question, 
which was how could she free herself from the bondage of the mind. I just did the same exercise we did nearer the beginning, which was I got her to lie down and I got her simply to feel within her body. So I asked her to very quietly take her attention to the breath. So if you do this as I'm speaking now, just take your attention to the breath. So instantly that you do that, you started to move within. You started to take your attention away from the external world and you're becoming aware of the breath. And then if you take your attention even deeper within into the inner energy body, so you start to feel, first of all, like I did before, the energy in the palms or the hands, and then you become aware that there's an entire energy field within you that when you're quiet, and when you're still, you start to feel that flow. You start to feel the presence within. You may start to feel energy moving in your inner spine. Then you start to realize that there are energy streams within the body. The source codes that you listened before, if you really concentrate, focus, and then let go, the codes themselves carry you into a different space entirely. There are energy streams within the body that we call chi that are a movement like the dance of the divine. They're like the source moving through your body, but they are not the source. They are manifested out of the source. The source itself is absolute stillness. So, if we're trying to reach absolute stillness, as it says in the Psalms, be still and know that I am God, if that's the secret, how do we get our mind to let go and become that stillness so that we really do open up an experience like Jesus spoke about, the Holy Spirit? So I've received the Holy Spirit, and I can truly say it is beyond every thought, beyond every thing you can possibly imagine. It is much greater than all of that. So it means that that stillness is connected with really, really deep attention and awareness. Everything that we are suddenly dissolves into the unmanifest. We, we realize that within ourself, there is a reality that the self within you is not of this world. We start to understand that stillness and movement can be felt simultaneously. We learn how to be in the world and yet not be of it. So we're actually opening a portal inside ourselves to the light inside. We're becoming a bridge for God and the world, connecting to source, enlightening, because it's, it's not something we actually necessarily reach. It's something we're always doing when we're present. So I'm going to keep reminding you as we're talking. Keep As you're listening, see if you can listen with your energy body, with your inner awareness, with your presence. Take your attention to the breath as I'm speaking. Allow the breath to take you within. Feel the energy body as one single field. And see if you can listen from that total presence. When you're truly listening, 
it's an incredible activity because you're totally present. You are freeing yourself from all bondage of the mind. You're not in the past. You're not in the future. You're totally here and present and now with us. We're here together now. So keep doing that. Take your attention to the breath. Now take your attention within. Let your stillness open to the inner energy body, the single field of energy that is in all things. And listen from that. By doing this, you're starting to explore and go beyond your normal waking awareness, which is often distracted and is often stimulated by just about everything around you. So you start to realize the power of things like walking when you're walking. My wife loves cleaning, so I said to her, do you clean or do you get irritated with me because I'm doing something else? Because that's something that often happens between couples. We all have different perspectives on how we want to do things. So you can make it very real by taking something very simple and cleaning, which I'm learning too to do, with very deep presence. Cleaning is a really amazing activity for developing a Zen mind. As they say in Zen, before enlightenment, clean. After enlightenment, clean. It's pretty, it's just so accurate because that's what you're doing. You're learning to walk when you walk, breathe when you breathe, walking, walking, breathing, breathing, enlightening, enlightening. You're breathing in the stillness of the light. When you're still, a portal within you, within that third eye area, within the divine self, literally opens. And you can travel through that. You can move through that. Exactly as all the masters have described, a, the, the little self that you are so used to that it's constantly anxious and always thinking about the future or trying to plan suddenly lets go. And something completely different comes into being. The I am presence. The pure presence of being. So unity consciousness and letting go of the bondage of the mind is feeling this common energy and light that we all share through the inner body. Then we realize that we are being respectful of the light in all forms, through all manifestation, through all being. So practically, there are different ways that are described in all the ancient scriptures from, from Hindu to Christian to Buddhist. They talk about the following ways. And everybody's path is different. So you need to follow the path of your heart. So one way is through the power of direct presence. And often nature is the most beautiful source of this. You go out in nature and you feel the source or divine mother in everything. 
I've sat in Zen gardens where my entire energy body, the energy body I've been getting you to connect with, actually moves out and beyond the physical form and becomes part of everything that is around me, every stone, every creature. So as you're listening, keep coming back to within. Come back to the breath. Notice the breath as you're listening. Notice it rise and fall. Come into the inner energy body. Feel the presence of the inner energy body and see if you can connect with me, with Victor, with every listener. 1,000, 2,000 listeners. See if you can be aware of the incredible collective unity and consciousness of all of us gathered here. A second way is through the power of no thought or Zen mind. Simple way to do this is to realize that there is a gap in our thinking. That's what Satori happens. When Satori happens, you become aware that you think so many thoughts, but in fact, between every thought, there is a very small gap. You can do it now very simply by taking your attention to the breath. Breathe in. At the end of the breath, just pause. Now, there's a tiny gap. If you go into that gap, you will have the most extraordinary experience. When I've experienced Satori, literally, myself is extinguished. It's actually shocking because suddenly there is nothing and it comes up on you unbidden and unlooked for. Third way is surrender, a very powerful way that's described by many, many saints. Letting go of all forms, being unbound, being transparent and so vulnerable that the light shines through you. That's the Holy Spirit experience that literally enters you from above like a flame. The whole body, the whole inner energy body is filled with a light and a flame and a passion that is beyond anything that you can possibly imagine. So you're actually allowing the love and the light to enter. And then silence. When you're very, very still, the I am presence is everywhere. It's not separate from the forms, it's in them. This is actually so obvious that people miss it at every turn. Being silent, being still. And out of the silence, all sounds come. The sound of the unstruck heart or the silent heart, anahatanada, which means the sacred heart or the higher heart, the silence between your words. And then space, emptiness or dissolution, no thing. Physics tells us actually that most of our body is empty space, nearly 100%, because the distances between the atoms are so vast compared to their size. So we're not what we seem. Buddha knew this, as did the Vedic scriptures of many thousands of years ago. Form is emptiness, emptiness is form. From the Heart Sutra, 
gatte gatte paragatte parasam gatte bodhiswaha. Go beyond yourself. Go beyond what you know. Go beyond the breath. Empty yourself. Bathe yourself in divinity within and without. So be conscious. Be conscious in the source and God, the unmanifest, and you'll feel love and kindness, compassion and understanding for each and every life form. You'll have crossed to the other shore, as the Buddha says. So, Victor, thank you most sincerely. I'm always inspired by you and the love that you share on this magnificent show. And in fact, it reminds me of the greatest romance. The greatest romance you can have is with God, the source or being, the great bliss, the unmanifest. Within you is the divine presence, the lover, and our souls are the beloved. And when the soul meets the greatest lover in the universe, then the eternal romance begins. The greatest love you can experience is in communion with the presence within. So I love you dearly, brother, and... Yes, I really thank you. Thank you, so thank you very sincere. much. Thank you very much for being with us today. I think it was a, a very good experience. And um, I'm sure we're going to be um, going back to this recording very often. So thank you very much again for being a wonderful guest today. Thank, thank you. you for being a wonderful host, Victor. It's um, always a pleasure and always the deepest honor. I bow deeply to the presence within you. You're very welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us. Your personal journey, assisted by your guide and companion, Giel Asselin, will continue next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be sure to tune in again. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.